Once again, today we are celebrating Trinity Sunday, as we know the Trinity is a mystery. The Trinity also Sunday is the one Sunday a year all the priests kind of look at each other and they go, I wonder if the deacon can preach this weekend on the Trinity. I guess the answer was no for Deacon Gary, right? Uh, so yesterday I was at the priesthood ordination, and it was beautiful. We had a five priests of the archdiocese uh, get ordained, so that's, that's awesome. And uh, before the Mass, I was talking to a couple of fellow priests, and of course the conversation comes of, you know, what are you going to preach on? And one of the priests says, you know, when it comes to Trinity Sunday, it's very simple for me. I try not to preach a heresy. That's my only goal. Well, how do you do that? He goes, I don't talk about the Trinity. That's what I do. Okay, thanks for the advice on that one. But why do we get afraid of, of the Trinity? Because it can be a little confusing, because it's a mystery. But that doesn't mean we don't know anything about the Trinity. Of course, we know the Trinity is God. And because of that, we know that God reveals certain things to us. And actually, not only certain things, God has revealed a lot to us. You know, I want to use an example here, uh, which I remember, I think, you know, I think maybe it was Aquinas or Augustine who says, anytime you use an analogy for, for the Trinity, it's going to be a heresy. So I'm going to put that out there already, right? But it's not an analogy and it's an example of maybe a mystery, and this mystery happens to deal with something that's, you know, God spelled backwards, which is a dog, right? I got to get rid of that joke. It never works. All right. But uh, anyways, as, as you know, about a year ago, uh, I purchased a dog like most people did uh, during, not most, a lot of people did during, you know, the shutdown. And it's interesting, uh, this past week, uh, I was bringing my dog through the gathering place. He's yet to be inside the church. I'm trying to keep it that way. Uh, but uh, I was bringing him through the gathering place, and there was two uh, college-age girls back in the gathering place. So it was Libby Hallmeyer, who's here this morning, and, and Grace Streeter as well. And Grace looks at my dog and goes, oh, this must be Bogey. I go, haven't, haven't you seen him before? And she goes, nope. Well, how do you know it's Bogey? I kind of figured out how, because I talk about Bogey a lot. right? So I've heard you preach about Bogey before. So Bogey was a mystery to her because she had never seen Bogey before, and yet she knew him. So let's use this example quick about, about Bogey because who doesn't like talking about their dog, right? Come on now, right? So who is Bogey? We already know something about him. So you already know him. It's a dog, and you know his name. Why is his name Bogey, by the way? Well, because that way I'm on the golf course and I get a Bogey, I don't get that upset, now, I should have called him triple bogey because that's what I usually uh, get, right? What else do you want to know about bogey? I could go all on, but bogey is about 15 pounds. He is a king, Charles Spaniel. He's tri-color. He's, he's black, he's white, and brown. There's a nice little white spot right here. So it kind of looks like he has a collar on, you know, matching his owner. So we have that going on uh, as well. And bogey loves two things. He loves to play fetch in the parking lot, so please be careful when you drive in not to hit bogey. And the second thing about bogey, which he loves to do, is every morning we spend time in prayer. We go in my adoration chapel in the rectory, and he falls asleep about three minutes into prayer, 
And sometimes his owner falls suit as well, falling asleep. But we usually wake up in time to get to Mass. Once again, that's a joke. All right. <laughs> but now you know a little bit more about Bogey. So now you know him, and when you see him, you're going to be able to say, oh, yeah, that's, that's Bogey. That's, that's Father's uh, dog. But he's still a little bit of a mystery to you because he's always going to be a mystery. Even to me, I learn more about him every single day. He reveals more of himself as he grows older, right? So I get to know him more and more, but he's still a mystery because it's, <laughs> it's a dog, and I can't understand what he says. Just not going to happen, right? So we still have that mystery going on as well. Remember, the Trinity is a mystery, but that doesn't mean we don't know the Trinity. The Trinity is God. And we see that, you know, the three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God reveals us to us, through us, through the scriptures. And of course, when Jesus came as well, he talked about the paraclete, the Holy Spirit that's going to come upon the earth and has come upon the earth. But any mystery that we're called to do is to try to learn more about that mystery, especially the mystery of the Trinity, the mystery of God. And how do we do this? Well, we spend time with God. We build up a relationship with God. We open up our heart to God and let him reveal himself to us because this is what he wants to do. He wants us actually part to participate in this communion of love of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And of course, we know this happens when we're baptized. And how are we baptized? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And so our whole life, God is going to reveal himself more and more and more and more, as long as we are open to it. And there's three main ways that this is going to happen, and three main ways that we probably should open ourselves up to that divine revelation of God. The first way, of course, is through the Holy Scriptures, to go to the Bible, to read the Bible, to study the Bible, to meditate on the Bible. I know that many of you, hopefully, I think I've heard of many of you at least, have been doing Father Mike Schmidt's Bible in a Year podcast. I think he's, what, 140, 150 days in right now? But you can start that any time. I know I've been doing it this, this past year as, as well. And it's so awesome to be able to have the scripture be read to you. You can listen to it. And then someone explaining it as well. Because what they're doing is explaining God's love for us. So the scriptures. The second part, of course, is through uh, the teaching of the church. The tradition of the church. Hopefully all of us own a catechism of the Catholic church. A beautiful gift that the church put together right around 1993. But not only the catechism, but we also can go and do so many different studies. We can go to form.org, which is a beautiful website, a resource which is given to us, to our parish, to be, to be used on different studies on, on the saints, on the sacraments, on scriptures, on, on the history of the church, so much there. It's like a Catholic Netflix, and I highly recommend us uh, to use that. Or even after Mass, to go into our library and to pick up a book according to the, the display of Lighthouse Media uh, back there and pick up a, a DVD or a CD or a pamphlet on some topic you've always been interested on the church. And what's going to happen there? 
So we're going to be revealed more. God's going to be revealed more to us. And of course, that third way as well, by spending time in prayer and letting God reveal himself to you in that divine revelation and that, that personal revelation as well. It was Father Jerome Ditburn, who I know I took, took it from some other person before him, probably a saint, but he was the, uh, kind of the main theology teacher at St. Paul's Seminary, and he said, the best type of theology is done on one's knees. What does that mean? The best type of theology, the study of God, is done on one's knees to pray. So we're just not just studying about God, we're letting God reveal himself to us through this personal revelation. Yes, God will still be a mystery. Yes, we're not going to know everything about him ever on this earth. That is for sure. But it does not mean that we cannot know him. It does not mean that we cannot have a relationship with him. Instead, it means we can have a relationship with him to open ourselves up to that love, that grace, that communion he wants us to have with him. And so that hopefully when we see him, yes, in heaven, we'll say, this is God. But to be able to see him on earth as well, to see him in the sacraments, to see him in the, the most blessed sacrament of the Eucharist, to see him in the scriptures and to see him in each other as well. He reveals himself through this personal interaction with each other as well. Do not be afraid to dive into the mystery of God. Do not be afraid to, divine, to, to, to dive into this mystery of God's love. Do not be afraid of God. But instead, open yourself up and let him reveal himself to you every day.